Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. Welcome to the KRP Radio Show, the K-I-R-P, Keeping It Real with Pudgy, WMMG's home of the Keeping It Real with Pudgy Radio Show, and we are back, people. It is another beautiful Sunday. Today was absolutely lovely in North Kakalaki. 
even though I was on the road for a short while and I didn't go outside a lot, but today was a beautiful day nonetheless. And, uh, you know, I hope it's beautiful for everybody out there, man. You know, this has been a, it's been a crazy week all over the spectrum, all over the news. News has been crazy. And, uh, Herman Cain, man, that's, that's the big story in the political sector. Herman Cain, you know, he, they call him the gigolo, man. I seen Herman, Herman Cain on, on pictures of Big Daddy Cain albums. <laughs> <laughs> with different girls around him and all that. Herman Cain, man, it's just a big story in the, in the political spectrum. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. That's what happens when you run for high office. That's what happens when you run for any office. You know what I mean? When you run for any office, you get ridiculed. You get kicked back. You get talked about. You get picked on. That's that's what it's about. So, um, you know, we're going to touch on that a little bit tonight. And we got a couple of other topics to talk about, some that are, that are way more important then a Herman Cain, with all due respect to that gentleman and the office that he's running for, um, we're going to talk about some of the statistics that's out there with HIV and uh, other STDs that are out there. And it's quite alarming, man. I, I don't know if a lot of people are really paying attention, but it, it's, 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 it's serious out here. I mean, it's real serious. I was, you know, just looking up some stats, just throwing a, thing, a couple of things out there. I didn't realize that Charlotte, North Carolina was ranked 18th in larger cities, 18th in the United States, 18th. Let that marinate for a minute. We're talking about an 18th place in North Carolina, Charlotte, Mecklenburg County, 18th place in the United States in reported cases of HIV. Reported cases. Let that sink in your soul for a minute. Let, let it marinate for a minute. So, you know, that's something we're going to talk about. We I want to know from you all. Are we really teaching abstinence today versus teaching protection? Um, in entertainment, sex is rampant. It always has been. It seems like it is even more today. Um, you know, listening to like my, my brother or, you know, his friends and those guys, they're, they're quite younger than me. And, you know, I got them over 10 years and, you know, just listening to these guys and they're grown. Um, they talk about how easy girls are today. Or they talk about how easy it is to do this or how easy it is to that and how it's no big deal, sexually speaking, um, among consenting adults today. So I'm wondering, you know, what are we teaching our kids, man? Are, are we letting, you know, indirectly speaking, are we letting the TV teach our kids? Are we letting the radio teach our kids? Are we letting entertainment and reality shows and all this stuff? Are we letting these uh, entities teach our kids versus us. Are we teaching our kids or are they just not listening? They're going off, you know, doing what they want to do. So, you know, I, I thought we might talk about that. I, I thought I would take some calls on that, you know, later on in the show and uh, really let people reflect on that because I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that we don't teach abstinence anymore. Um, I saw a commercial, uh, a cable commercial. I was watching TV and my kids just so happened to be, I think they were outside at the time. And and I don't watch too much TV unless I make it a point to watch a particular show or something. But I was looking at uh, a commercial was on or whatever. Okay, middle of the day. It's it's four or five o'clock in the day. Kids are outside. Normally, I guess they would be watching TV at that time, but not in my house during the week. But, you know, normally kids would be watching TV at this time. And I was looking at this and the commercial came on and the girl was saying, uh, you know, it, it was talking about sex. You know, no, no means no. And. You don't have to do this and you don't have to do that. Well, we're not going to do this unless we're ready. So I, I, was, I was happy because I thought it was 
an abstinence um, commercial. You know, I, I thought it was, you know, saying, hey, we're not going to have sex. We're not going to have sex until we're ready. We're not going to do this until we're ready. But it turns out it was a protection commercial. And the kids that they had on there were no older than, I don't know what they portrayed, you know, what they portrayed, but just looking at them, they were no older than 13, 14, 15, maybe, you know. So I'm looking at these kids, and, and, and they were portraying high school kids, but they looked younger than, you know, 17, 18. They looked 13, 14, 15. So I'm looking at these kids, and I'm going, damn, they don't look much older than my daughter. So if my daughter's watching this, despite what I tell her, if her peers are telling her, no just means you can't have sex without protection. To me, no doesn't mean anymore, no, I'm not going to do this right now. I'm not ready to do this. So it seems like society is painting that picture where they are taking the stance to substitute where we're not raising our own kids. Is that fair to say? I don't know. Maybe that's fair to say. Maybe that's not fair to say. I don't know. But, you know, this is just my interpretation of the rules, man. We all look at it. We all see it. We all know what's going on. I mean, I hope that people are really paying attention to what's going on. And we're making a, a strong effort to raising our own kids because if not, society is going to raise our kids for us whether we like it or not. But they're not quote unquote raising our kids; they're influencing our kids. They're influencing our kids, and our kids are being influenced on nonsense for the for the most part. So the first half of the show, that's what we're going to talk about: how do we protect ourselves? Because they're consensual adults out here. Is not protecting themselves either. Now, you know, these statistics, these stats aren't just talking about kids. You know, they're talking about 18 and older or 17 and a half and older, actually. So, you know, we're talking about adults as well. And there's some adults out here that, you know, at the end of the day, there's some adults out here that live reckless too. You know, I can't believe how the hell an adult can go around not having, having unprotected sex right now with multiple partners as is in 2011. I can't understand that. Apparently they do because the proof's in the pudding. The proofs are in the statistics. But, you know, the first half of the show, let me calm down for a second because I got to come back. I'm going to take some calls here in a second. I'm going to read off some stats also. The first half of the show is how do we protect ourselves and our children from STDs today when HIV is increasing and in younger children each year? In us and in younger younger children each year. Do we teach abstinence? Do we teach protection? I don't know. You guys be the judge. You let me know. And also, here's a monkey wrench in the game, too. I want to know, when should we start teaching birth control? Or when should birth control be issued to your kids, especially your daughters and also your sons? When should birth control be issued? How do you do it in your house? Let us know how it's going now. Let us know how your friends are doing it. We want to know, man, on the KRP radio show. And we want you guys to share because, you know, it does take a village to raise kids, man. And right now what's going on, the kids are rarely listening to their parents. So, you know, a lot of things that the kids hear are outside of the home. On the radio, the TV, from a friend, uh, from another adult. They might just hear it in passing, whatever. So the first half of the show is going to be dedicated to that. Halftime, we're going to sports and news, of course. And the second half, we're going to talk about politics and religion. Now, this is funny because, you know, people don't – Herman Cain is, is the main topic right now, and, and Newt Gingrich, of course, is the main topic right now in the presidential election campaign. And uh, we all know what Herman Cain was accused of. You know, several mistresses came out of the closet, said Herman Cain was doing his thing, and, you know, he had an affair here and there, and he did this, and sexual harassment. And 
I don't know what happened. Okay, I'm just talking about the claims out here. So the second half of the show, we're talking about politics and religion. Herman Cain called it quits. Was this the right thing to do? Was it the right move? Now, the religion part goes in, what if this is your pastor? What if your pastor was was accused like Herman Cain was accused? Should he give up his church? Should he fall back? Should he just repent and keep moving? Should you leave the church? I want to know, man. You guys let me know how it go down. We're going to come right back here in just a second. We got Charlotte coming on here really soon. She's going to give us our frugal report, the stretching your budget report. Right after this commercial, we'll come back. Charlotte's going to bless us with some information. You guys get your pens ready because Charlotte always brings the pain. I mean, she always brings the pain. She got some tips for you, and she's going to tell you guys how to save some money. So we'll be back right after this little commercial break. Two minutes tops, man. Charlotte will be on here. Blessings. Bless me, bless me, mighty Jaja, bless me, bless me, so that they can curse me, bless me, bless me, mighty Jaja, bless me, yeah. Mm. Bless me, bless me, mighty Jaja, bless me, bless me, so that they can curse me, bless me, bless me, mighty Jaja, bless me. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen. Trucking LLC. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Again, that's eight hundred four four two. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- 
214-614-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Charlotte on the line here so she can give you guys this frugal report from stretchingyourbudget.com. We have on the air and triad super savers, by the way, Charlotte, the magnificent. What's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. Uh Oh, you took a deep breath. See, I know you now and you took a deep (laughs) breath before that, but I'm I'm going to, I'm going to let it die. I won't won't even bring that up because it's probably Ben's fault. And if it's not his fault, we're blaming on him anyway. Because that's what happens to me. Let the folks know what you got this week, Charlotte. Um, well, with um, you know, holidays coming up and light of everyone spending so much money, I thought that we could talk about five quick ways on um saving money during the holiday seasons when you're shopping. So I got my pen ready. Okay. Okay, so I um saw of you know, just some easy quick tips on ways for you to save during the holiday season while you're shopping. So I tried to make it really simple and straightforward with only five, so hopefully it's something that you can attain. Um, but the first tip that I would say is shop early. If you haven't started shopping already, then get started. Um, the reason for that is because when you shop early, it not only allows you to find the best bargain by shopping around, looking at different stores, whether it be online or you know an actual store, but it also allows you to spread your spending out over time. Um, you know, I have really been behind this year <laughs> with the shopping. Usually I'm already done, and I'm not done yet, so I'm listening to my own advice. But, um, you know, by shopping early in the year, you know, I'm able to spread out my spending, so it's almost like <clears throat> I'm spending just very little over time as if I was putting it on layaway. Um, but without, like, I just buy little things every so often. That way it's almost like me pulling out a little bit out of each paycheck. Um, so that really helps us with our saving. Um, you know, so I buy things a year in advance sometimes. So, you know, always thinking ahead will help you save more money in the long run. Um, another tip that I would say is always check the clearance aisle. By doing this, um, you know, a lot of stores allow you to use coupons with clearance items. So you'll find that you can, uh, a lot of coupons have been out for toys lately, and you can also find electronic coupons. Um, another store that I would recommend checking their clearance out with using coupons is Target. Um, you know, they have clearance stuff on a lot of the end caps of their aisles. And you can always just check in different departments and you'll see that they'll have things marked down. So with that said, you can go on to Target.com 
We also have a link on our website under um, um, printable coupons. But they have store coupons which you can print out, Target store coupons. These are different than manufacturer coupons because these can only be used at Target. Um, but you can use these Target store coupons. And they have a lot of items like uh, toys and electronic things that you can apply to the purchase. So last year, um, our family does a Dirty Santa, so our extended family, I should say. So I found a um, Black & Decker coffee maker, really nice red and black coffee maker. I found it on sale for uh, $15.99, and then I had a $10 off Target coupon. So basically I spent um, $5.99 for a really nice coffee maker, and that was our gift. And I was supposed to spend 20 but nobody knew that I only spent $5.99. So family, if you're listening, you didn't hear that. <laughs> but um, those are just some great ways to really maximize your savings. It's just always being on the lookout. And like I always tell you, it's the plan ahead. So, you know, I just happened to be in that store one day and happened to look on MCAP and found that clearance item, and I had already printed that coupon. So I had it with me, so I didn't even have to think twice. So planning ahead, looking at the clearance section, and trying to match any kind of coupons that you might have. Um, another great thing that you can do is price matching. I think we may have talked about this a little bit before, but um, for those of you just listening in for the first time, price matching basically is what it sounds like, but you can take an at current sales ad from a store um, into another store that allows price matching. So for an example, I would recommend looking at Big Lots. Big Lots does not allow you to use coupon, manufacturer coupons at their store. However, they often have a lot of items at really great prices. So you can take their current store ad, and it cannot be a printout. It has to be the actual um, paper ad that comes out of the newspaper, um, into a store that price matches. So Walmart and Target both price match. So you can take that in flyer into those stores, and let's say Target, for example, again, and you have a Target uh, toy coupon that matches with this Big Lots ad, well, they will price match, um, give you the uh, price of the Big Lots uh, sales price plus that coupon. And that's another way for you to really maximize those savings. Um, you know, and also another reason that you might need to price match is if that store that you're currently shopping at um, might be out of st uh, the item that you're looking for because it is on sale. So by taking it to another store, you can still max get that uh, lowest possible price without having to worry about it being um, you know, out of stock. A good example of that is two months ago there was, um, or not, it was about a month and a half ago, they had, uh, Toys R Us had uh, Monopoly games on sale for a dollar. Well, of course, they were sold out. So, you know, a lot of people were taking their ads to Walmart and Target and getting that price matching. So another great way to save. Um, we've talked about shopping online a lot before, but this is something that I just continue to emphasize on. I did a lot of shopping over Cyber Monday, um, so I hope you guys got some good sales as well. But, you know, by shopping online, you can um, find free coupon code or coupon codes to deduct a price off of your um, total. You can find free shipping codes. You can also get the cash back that we've talked about before. Um, so those are some other great ways to just maximize 
the savings that you're trying to accomplish over the holiday season. And then the last quick deal, and we've talked about this before too, but using daily deal sites, I just have one quick scenario on this um, than I did. One of the daily deal sites called Eversave.com was offering a $20 gift certificate to Overstock.com um, for $10. I don't know if you guys saw this on my website or not, but um, that I bought that gift certificate and was able to do some holiday shopping and basically only spent $10 for $20 worth of stuff. Um, so right there, automatically, that's 50% off. You can look at that like a coupon. So that was 50% off my total, and I just had to, you know, do a little planning ahead. So, And they were also offering free, free shipping for purchasing that gift certificate. So those are just some quick little things that um, you can do to just really maximize your savings and lower those out-of-pocket costs that hopefully you are not going in debt this holiday season. Sounds good. Got a lot of <laughs> tips here, man. You, you, you've been on the grind. You're always on the grind, though. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, your, your sites are very informative. I, I think a lot of people, you get a lot, a lot of good feedback, so I think a lot of people pay attention, and I hope people are paying attention because they can save a couple dollars. And if anybody is like me, if I can save 30 or 40 bucks, that payment can go to a credit card or it can go towards a school lunch or, you know, whatever. So every dollar counts for me. That's why I really like you having, coming on the show. I appreciate you coming on here and putting all this hard work into what you do, it, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. You saved me dollars. In more than one way, I'm and I appreciate glad. that. I'm sorry. I love to hear that. Yeah, man. I said I love to hear that. Yeah, you saved me money, and I appreciate that. There's no, I, I can't thank you enough. And, and I know there's other people out here, man. I just we got to get them to write and call in. And I know people are joining your blog, and that, and that's a beautiful thing alone. Um, we just got to keep getting the word out there because I I value what you do. You put a lot of hard work into your sites and a lot of information out there on the Twitter. Um, as a matter of fact, let the people know where they can find you at, Charlotte. Um, you can find us online at stretchingyourbudget.com. You can also um, check us out on Twitter. It's at stretchyourbudget. Um, that's S-T-R-E-T-C-H-U-R, budget, E-U-D-G-E-T. And then you can also find us on Facebook um, at facebook.com slash stretchingyourbudget. Cool, that is. So now y'all guys know what it is, man. Also, always look out for Charlotte. She's on here every Sunday at quarter after Eight. That's eight fifteen for you slow butts. And um <laughs> you know, that's what we do, man. That's what she does. She gives us tips and we save a couple dollars off Charlotte and we pay some bills with that. And that's what we're about on this show is promoting independence and saving some dollars. So that's what we're all about. Charlotte, give Ben my best. You got any shout outs? Um, just just wanted to strike something for people just to try to remember that there are so many people in need this holiday season, and I know people are spending a lot of money on Christmas gifts, but if you find a good deal, like toys or something, you know, there's always local places that need, you know, things in need. So just try to think about other people during this holiday season. I know we get wrapped up in other things, but that's, that's good advice. Still. I think I should just – I think, Joe, Joe, what do you think we should do? I, I think I should just fall back – and let Joe call you up, and you just take care of the show from here on. What do you think? You want to take it tonight? <laughs> short notice. I, I understand. <laughs> I got you. Too, too short notice. I understand. I can take I'm, it. I can take it. I, I'll yeah. leave the politics to you. Oh, man. It's politics as usual. You know how that go. <laughs> Thanks, Charlotte. We appreciate it. We'll holler at you next week. Thanks. You have a good night. All right. One love.
So, yeah, that was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com and Triad Super Savers. Look her up on Facebook. Add her as a Facebook friend. Like it. I guarantee you, listen, if you like her on Facebook, you'll pay yourself because there's something on her Facebook page, Triad Super Savers. Super Savers. You know I'm from the South, man. Y'all know how I talk. Triad Super Savers. Look her up on Facebook, and you'll pay yourself by doing it. So, I mean, how can you beat that? You can't beat that. You don't You don't make money from liking my, well, you know, I'll connect you with Charlotte. So I'm the connect. Don't forget that. So make sure you like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash K-I-R-P radio show. We are also on Twitter, baby. Twitter is at symbol NC Pudgy. Got to give y'all that first because that's me and I'm more active than Joe is on the K-I-R-P radio show page. But if you want a K-I-R-P radio show on Twitter, that's at symbol K-I-R-P radio show. One word. Add us, leave a comment on there. If we get pissed off on something, we say we did our job. Also, we on Twitter. I'm sorry. Also, we on YouTube. So hit us up on YouTube. You know what it is. Keyword, K-I-R-P Radio Show. We got a couple videos on there that piss people off, especially when we were talking about the NAACP. It ain't personal. We ain't talking about all of them. We just talking about the, you know, the upper level management. Upper level management. Got to get that right. Man, I got been drinking too much uh, juice over here. Not that, not that uh, Walmart juice because that stuff... You get sick off that, man. You, you, did you guys see that in the news where Walmart was talking about they recalling the juice? Where you got sick off the juice and whatnot? That was crazy. Look that up, man. I, I didn't get everything to that story, but I was told about it, and I, I read a little bit of it. But, you know, I didn't have no Walmart juice, so I didn't worry about it. But it's all over the place, man. Look it up. So, you know, 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit one if you got something to say, and we'll get to you as soon as we can. And I promise I will take calls this Sunday, okay? Don't get mad at me. I'll take calls. Also, you can listen to the show on KIRPRadioShow.com. You don't have to do anything, folks. Get past, get past the Flash Player and just scroll down or hit the down arrow key, and the show will play live automatic for you. If you're on the Facebook page, we have a, we have a link. You know, just click the tab that says Listen Now, and you'll get it popping, man. You'll get the... Listen to the show. Anyway, moving right along, moving right along, moving right along. We are talking about, in the first half, we're talking about STDs, man. And I got some stats for you guys right here. North Carolina. Let me uh, let me put you guys into perspective here. And I, I can't believe we don't have – can you get me um, the stats for Guilford County, too, if you don't mind, and Alamance? Wilson County, 62,942 individuals that live in that county, in the seat, 458 cases of HIV, reported cases of HIV, 458. Wayne County, 92,000 people, 92,245, 307 counts or cases, I'm sorry, of HIV reported. Washington County, now get this now, and this is this is what's crazy right here. Okay, I got my calculator right here because I, I last night I went to speak in Wilson and I was trying to enlighten people and make them understand, you know, I gave in the stats on Charlotte because I think this is very important. I think we should get the word out there and it's not really getting out there enough. But I was talking about Charlotte where they ranked 18th in the nation. Okay, 18th in the nation. And, uh, you know, so I was giving them the stats on that. But these smaller counties are where it's at. If these smaller counties were as large as Mecklenburg County, where they have 693-plus thousand 
uh, people in that county, if these smaller counties were as large as they were, North Carolina would be a lot worse off, and Charlotte wouldn't be up there at 18. That would be a Wilson County up there at 18 or 17 or 16 or 15. Washington County, folks, Washington, Little Washington, known as Little Washington, 10,760 people with 474 cases. This is not a laughing matter. Vance County, 34,000 people, 34,682 with 438 cases. 20,000 less, 20, 22,000 less people than in Wilson County, but they have 20 more cases. Folks, I don't know what you guys are paying attention to. You know, I don't know what people talk about in their own homes. I don't know what you, I don't I don't know what the topic of discussion is when you talk to your kids about sex education, but we have a problem. And when people say it's an epidemic, it is an epidemic because nothing is being done to stop these numbers from rising. But talking, there's a lot of talking going on. You know, there's a lot of talking, and the big argument about what's going on around is who's talking the best or or whose talk is doing the best work. You know, what comes out of these talks, and I'm seeing nothing. I'm, I'm thinking that we're talking too much, or, or we're talking, but we're talking about the wrong things. It's time to get real with our kids, and it's time to get real with ourselves. No longer can you go around and live reckless, folks. You can't just go around screwing and, and having sex and having a good time or whatever you want to call it, doing it unprotected. It's, you cannot do this unprotected in 2011 it's not happening it's not going down but people aren't listening they're listening to these lyrics talking about going raw and these lyrics talking about doing this and these songs and people really living that reckless all these menages and all these all these orgies and all this stuff like this like the music the, the music uh, makes this make people feel like you know it's that easy to do it the, the music influences this because the music praises it, you know what you know what I mean. I, I heard the lyric where where a guy said, "I bet a G, I'm a Nas." He said, "I bet a thousand dollars, I'm a Nas." So you got these local kids or these local guys who want to be like this 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 entertainer, you know what I mean? Rap, rock, country, you call it what you want, but because because they all talk about it. I listen to all genres of music and I write three different genres of music, and it's all in all the lyrics. I did it. People that I know did it. We talked about it because it sold. And the record labels love it. The industry love it because people love to talk about sex. They just do. I don't think that people realize how powerful sex is. I, re I really don't think people really pay attention to how, how powerful sex is. And I believe that some years ago, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not justifying this, but you got to really think, think back. Um, and and I, I forget what you know, what century this was or what time period in, in, in life this was. But think back some years ago when they had a chastity belt. Think about a chastity belt. And for you guys don't know what a chastity belt is, it was basically where they lock up the stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? A chastity belt was something that they put over a woman to lock up the stuff so you guys couldn't get it. They lock up the stuff, man. They, had, they locked it up with a metal belt, a garter. Well, you couldn't get to it and she couldn't get to it. It, it was there, but, you know... The mom or the dad or, or, you know, somebody held the key. The guardian held the key. And they were going to make sure that that girl was going to be a virgin for X amount of years. And I don't know how it go. I, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't look it up. I don't know really how it went. But what I'm saying is 
to me, for them to go through that extreme, that means they recognize how powerful sex was to them and what could come of it. I don't think that we recognize that today. I don't think that we pay attention or we put that much emphasis, especially talking to our kids, how sex can be and what it can do to you, for you, and for your life or to someone else. This is the reason why we got so many kids out here living reckless and just having sex with each other. So many adults out here just having sex with each other. And and any I do believe that any consensual adult can do what they want to do, folks. You can do what you want to do when you're grown. I got nothing to do with it. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but God knows I'm trying to tell you how to do it. And that's probably another problem that we face is because nobody wants to hear what they have to do. Nobody wants to be told what they need to do, especially not adults. People are so touchy today that they just can't hear. They don't want to understand what what good where good advice comes. They just don't want to accept it. They they get this attitude or or they you tell you're trying to tell me what to do or you will know it all or you can't tell me how to live my life or this, that and the other. But the problem lies in your own recklessness. Wilson County and and, and you know I, I pick on Wilson County. I guess you want to say pick on it, but I talk about Wilson County a lot only because that's where I'm from. So I always look up the stats there, even if, even though I don't live there. Yeah, I, I'll get that in a second. Yeah, even though I don't live there. But we got 17. I'm sorry, we, we're number 17 in the county. I'm sorry, in, in the state. Let me let me get my thoughts together, man. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about this topic. But we're ranked number 17 in the state of reported cases of HIV at 62,000 people. We're ranked number 17. Wilson County is also ranked number 14 in reported cases of chlamydia. Wilson County is also ranked number seven in reported cases of gonorrhea. They're also ranked number 31st in cases of early syphilis. So you got all these different diseases running around here um, and, 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 and nobody's really paying attention. People are still living their lives the same way. And and the reason we can justify that comment is because the rates keep going up. They keep going up and they keep going up and they keep going up. And the schools has one argument. The schools say, well, we should teach protection. And at the home, who knows what's being taught in the home, if anything at all. So I'm wondering from the people, man, you guys tell me, how are you teaching your kids or how do you go about it yourself? And I know a lot of people are scared. I see a lot of lines lit up here, but I'm looking I'm looking for North Carolina. Let me find some rallies and some Durham's or some North Carolina calls. Now, I'll get to everybody else here in a second. And, uh, you know, I want to know what you guys are doing, man, because your state is being affected tremendously. And this is not the only state. I got some more stats here in a second just after the break in two minutes. But uh, North Carolina is being hit majorly. Um, look at New York. New York is getting killed. Florida, Miami is off the meter. I can't believe it. Miami is like, man, in a, in a minute, it's going to be like one in 10 people that you that you encounter is going to have HIV if it keeps going the way that it's going. Where's the stop button? Where do we change? How do we change this? And what do we do to change these things? How do we interact with our kids to make them understand Hey, 
It's not right to do. I remember, I remember growing up, and I was always told, don't smoke. It wasn't if you smoke, smoke this cigarette because it's going to get you, you know, you might not catch cancer, it's nicotine-free or whatever. It wasn't that. It wasn't don't smoke cigarettes, smoke cigars because they're better for you. Or It was no choice. You know, we were taught not to lie, not to steal, not to smoke, not to curse, not to do this. So in our own minds, we had some 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 sense of understanding that these things were wrong. Don't do them. So in essence, we didn't do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, kids are going to do what kids are going to do. And that's something that a lot of people have to understand. The kids will do what they will do when you're not around. But if you teach those kids and you put core principles inside of them and they understand that, hey, this is not right to do. I don't need to do it. They may do it, but they won't do it as much. I don't think that we're teaching our kids this, man. One thing that we're teaching our kids is that condoms, use condoms. Use, I understand that, but a baby is not the worst of this situation that's going to come out of unprotected sex. A baby is the least of your worries. 840, man, I got to go to a break. I will be right back. I got some stats for you guys, man. You you would not believe these stats that I got. Miami, um, Puerto Rico, for you guys who like to vacay in Puerto Rico, oh, you're going to love that. You 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 Puerto Rico's, you you know, Puerto Rican vacationers, and, and I love Puerto Rico too, but you guys are going to absolutely love these statistics here. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. You rocking with your boy Pudgy, man. KIRP Radio Show. Keeping it real with Pudgy. WMMG's home of the KIRP Radio Show. Shout out to my people out there in Washington, man. Got to give them love. WMMG out there. We on the air every Wednesday night in Washington, 530 a.m. through 1600 a.m. radio on your radio dial. Also, L.A., sunny L.A., got to give a shout-out to you folks. Same time, same place. On Wednesday, though, delayed broadcast, so it won't be live. Every now and then, we'll get a live feed to L.A., and, you know, they change up the times, and that, that mess up stuff, man. But anyway, check us out every Wednesday over there, 530 a.m. through 1600 a.m. on your radio dial in sunny Los Angeles, California. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show. 619-638-8559 is the number. Make sure you hit one if you got a comment. If not, I'll keep going. And also hit us up on Twitter, at symbol NC Pudgy. Somebody tweet that for me. Tweet that. Give a shout-out. Let me know you listen to the show. I'll read your shout-out on there. And we're also on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show on your Facebook page. Make sure you like us, man. You, you got to like us because we're likable type of people. You know what I mean? And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it? Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring, what I saw was the Democratic Party making inner city at that time a social wasteland. Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you.
We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars. And we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are. <laughs> I don't understand that. They won't mention that the vice chair. When I tell a lot of people that even, even Republicans, they say, wow, we didn't know that. They didn't know that the vice chair of the North Carolina Republican Party is a black man named Dr. Timothy Johnson. Timothy Johnson is also the national cha chairman and founder of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. They don't mention that the KKK was a terrorist arm of the Democratic Party. They just talk about what they did to blacks, but they failed to mention, they forget that one little detail. And, they, and another thing they won't tell you is that from 1929 to 1974, North Carolina had a eugenics board, and they passed the Sterilization Act, which they forcibly sterilized 7,600 people, some of them as young as eight years old. They don't mention that. Democrats were doing that. is the 21st century version of slavery. The IRS has become the overseer of the American people. In a Herman Cain administration, April 15th will no longer be a day to be dreaded. My 999 Economic Growth and Jobs Plan is a major step towards tearing the chains off the backs of the American people. We have got to supercharge the growth of this economy. Urban Cain says it's really time for massive tax cuts. Take the current tax code and replace it with a 9% tax on corporate profits, a personal flat tax of 9%. The tax code goes away. You don't have to fill out all those trading forms. And a 9% national sales tax. We'll all be able to say, free at last! We will replace oppression with prosperity. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques. 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques. 336 
214-642-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists that Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Thanks to our folks over there at SoundChew.com. Official sponsor for this sports segment right here, man. And I got to give you guys, you know, yeah, my Tar Heels lost this weekend, man. I ain't even going to, I don't even really want to get into the college basketball scores. But we're going to start this off in the NFL, man. In the NFL, brought to you by SoundChew.com. Detroit, zero. New Orleans three right now, five minutes to go, five and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Tennessee beat up on Buffalo 23 to 17 as Buffalo takes another L. Buffalo started out pretty good this year, man. They've been on a downward, a, a spiral since our early in the season. The second half of the season, they've been getting killed lately. Kansas City 10, Chicago 3 as Peppers and crew couldn't pull it out. Uh, they needed a touchdown, but they don't have a quarterback, so it is what it is. Kansas City 10, Chicago 3. Oakland 14, Miami 34 as Miami comes away. And Oakland was at the top of that division at 74. They were looking pretty good, but they didn't look too good today. As Miami beat up on them 34 to 14. And praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hold on, stop the music for a second. 
Praise the Lord, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is home, folks. Tim Tebow always says praise the Lord, and I like that man. I'm a Tim Tebow fan, in case you guys didn't know. Because Tim Tebow always says praise the Lord, and he always goes hard on the football field. Tim Tebow got another W today, folks, and he is doing his thing out there, and they can't stop the man. Tebow and crew, 35, Minnesota, 32. Another W, and it was a heck of a game. You guys should have saw it. Denver 35, as Tim Tebow now is the solidified starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. So praise the Lord to my man, Tim Tebow, even though I'm a Carolina fan, and I'll get to that in just a second. Anyway, Indianapolis 24, New England 31, as New England had their hands full with the Peytonless, Manningless Indianapolis, as they put 24 points on the board. And I don't care what y'all say, that boy's looking good over there every week, man. He's looking a little bit better. Cincinnati 7, Pittsburgh 35, but they beat Cincinnati down. Carolina Panthers, baby. We are Mr. Cam Newtonless, and we are, I'm sorry, Cam Newton Fool, and we are getting busy as the rookie show came to town in Tampa Bay. 38 points on the board. Cam Newton breaks the record for most rushing touchdowns in a season by a quarterback. Yes, he does the thing. As Carolina beat up on Tampa Bay 38 to 19, New York Jets beat the Washington Redskins 34 to 19, and the Deadskins, I believe, will be looking for another coach. Sorry to all my folks out there in Washington, man. I know it's all love, and I apologize. But, you know, you guys got to do a little bit better, man, because Tim Tebow is really just not – I'm sorry, not Tebow, but Washington is really not looking too good over there. But it is – moving right along. And I, you guys aren't going to believe this. But Houston 17, Atlanta 10. What I got to say about that? Houston beat somebody. 17 to 10, Baltimore 24, Cleveland 10. Green Bay 38, the G-Men 35. And I went out to the point said that the G-Men were going to win this game in the first quarter. I didn't wait till they got up. Now, they were down, but they made it a heck of a game. All the way down to the Green Bay 38, by a field goal. The G-Men 35, I'm proud of them boys, but they're not my crew. And Dallas Cowgirls, I'm sorry. Dallas 13, Arizona 19, as Arizona beat up on the Cowgirl, Cowboys. I don't know where I get the cowgirls from. It is what it is. Oh, they were pretty good. I ain't gonna hate them.
Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D. C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. B-I-G, shout out to my folks over there at soundchew.com, man. You guys are B-I-G in my book. Trinita King Edwards, shout out to you, my man A.J. King, holding it down over there at soundchew.com. They have a beautiful thing going on, and if you guys are musicians or you know any musicians that have some kind of talent, it doesn't matter if it's country, R&B, hip-hop, Whatever it is, log on to SoundChew.com, create your profile, get your music out there. They're always giving away gifts. They're connected with radio stations across the land. They're doing big things over there. So if you haven't gotten on SoundChew yet and you're an artist of any sort, you need to get on SoundChew.com today. Create your profile and let them know what it is. Uh, I got some stats I want to read out here because we're about to close this topic and go into a little something else. But... um. I just wanted to get some of these stats out there to some people. And, uh, you know, maybe if we get it on the air, you know, a lot of people listen to this show on on uh, on the archives. You know, a lot of people listening right now online. Uh, we're not doing a live radio feed at this moment. That will be Wednesday. But, um, you know, the show is live on krpradioshow.com. And, there, you know, we got a lot of listeners and a lot of supporters so I thought that I would take the time just to read off these stats. So I know that people get bored when it comes to stats. I get that. You don't you don't like to sit still and listen to this stuff, but I have to get it out there because people are paying attention to the show. So I want them paying attention to important, important topics like the HIV crisis that we have and like these STDs that are going around because apparently, unless I'm just crazy and I don't know what's going on myself, these numbers are rising and they're rising fast. I thought uh, from 2007 to 2009, early in 2009, the numbers were actually kind of steady and had a slight increase. You know, some people argued about those stats. Some people say they padded those stats. I don't know. When all when it was all said and done around 2010, those numbers did go up slightly more than what was reported at first. But right now, looking at 2011 versus 2007 and nine, these numbers have gone way up. I mean, when we talk about way up, I'm just going to read off some of the worst uh, cases out here. And, and I have every state on here, but, um, you know, I won't read off every state because, you know, you guys have to find the information yourself and um, go look up, you know, Google it. CDC um, AIDS stats or HIV stats um, by state or by city. And uh, that'll it'll enlighten you. It'll definitely enlighten you. But, you know, we have viewers from all over the place. So I'll start with California. You know, since we got viewers out there and uh, in Cali right now, living with the AIDS diagnosis in California is 67, 708, 67,708 
people that are living with the AIDS diagnosis. I don't have the HIV diagnosis infection stats for Cali, but I do have the AIDS diagnosis. That's 10.2 people per 100,000 population. So for every 100,000 people, 10.2 have the AIDS diagnosis. We're not talking about HIV. We're talking about full-blown AIDS diagnosis. I don't have the HIV stats, and that's California uh, as a state and whole. Uh, even Delaware, which, which was surprising to me, Delaware peaked on here. And uh, I'm going to read off all the stats over 10. Unfortunately, I, I won't be able to go in all, into all of them. We'll try to get them posted on the stat. But Delaware, which also didn't report in 2008 and 2009, so we don't have the 2011 stats to go. But uh, living with the AIDS diagnosis, 1,000 people, that's 18 people that has AIDS, the AIDS diagnosis. Uh, D.C., now, this is just insane. It, this this is incredible that our capital can't even get this right. D.C., District of Columbia, 9,475 cases. 9,475 cases. That's 120, 120 people per 100,000 in population that has the full-blown AIDS diagnosis. 120 people per 100,000. They have over 9,000 reported cases living with the AIDS diagnosis. Florida, which is also incredible. We do have the HIV uh, statistics that, you know, people who are living with the diagnosis of HIV infection, that's 90,909. 50,833 people living with the AIDS diagnosis. That's 23.7 people. And they don't have as many people as D.C. That's 23.7 people per 100,000 in their population. 50,000. 50,000 living with the diagnosis. Incredible. Georgia, you're in here. 35,220 people living with the diagnosis of HIV infection. 19,975 people living with the AIDS diagnosis. That's 14.1 per 100,000. Now, these numbers are estimated numbers of people, adults and adolescents, folks, living with the AIDS diagnosis or a diagnosis of HIV infection at the end of 2008. And as reported, the AIDS diagnosis rates in 2009 through 2011 by state and dependent area. So these numbers are factual. This is not something made up. This is not something I'm trying to read off the scale, folks. These numbers are true. Look them up for yourself. If you don't believe it, you need to look them up for yourself. Um, Louisiana. Excuse me as I had to cough there for a second. Louisiana, 16,210 people <clears throat> living with the diagnosis of HIV infection. 8,551 people living with the AIDS diagnosis. That's 19.4 people 
per 100,000 people in population. Again, insane. Maryland don't have the HIV stats. They have 17,063 living with the AIDS diagnosis. Diagnosis, excuse me. 19.9 with the AIDS diagnosis per 100,000 in population. 19.9. I'm going to move right along. I'm going to go down here to to another astonishing one. New York, and I know a lot of people, we had a lot of lot of listeners from New York. A lot of people who who used to live in the, used to reside in New York that live in other places that are that keep up with the show on a regular basis. New York, one hundred and thirty five thousand eighteen cases living with the diagnosis of HIV. Adults and adolescents, by the way, eighty two thousand seven hundred and three people living with the AIDS diagnosis. That's twenty four point six people per one hundred thousand in the population. Incredible. North Carolina, you are in here, of course. <clears throat> 22,369 people living with HIV diagnosis, 9,000 cases reported of AIDS, 9,018, 11.6 per 100,000. <clears> 11.6. North Carolina, you are in here. We cannot depend on our legislators to take care of this for us. We have to speak up. We got to speak out. We got to really get real with ourselves, man, and really realize that these these stats aren't a joke. We can't sit on our hands and and think that the schools are going to do this for us. That we don't. I don't have time to talk to my kid about this right now. I don't have time to go get a condom if I'm in the middle of sex. She's not going to wait for me, or he's not going to want to wear a condom because it doesn't feel right. All this is BS, man. We really got to get real about what's going on out here because your life is at jeopardy for maybe an hour of what might be good sex. What might be? Damn if it's good or not. We got to get real about what we're doing, and we're not paying attention, folks. These numbers would not be going up like this if we were paying attention. Is it really that important? I mean, I'm a man, and I don't even think it's that pressed. I know a lot of women who will say, I can do without it, blah, blah, blah. But damn it, if if these numbers are, are factual, which they are, you know, these are reported cases. We're not even talking about the numbers that aren't reported. We're not even talking about the people who don't know or the people who are scared to go to the doctor. South Carolina, 13,700 people living with the diagnosis of HIV. 7,383 cases of people living with the AIDS diagnosis. That's 15.6 per 100,000. And I know some of you people live in these places. With over 200,000 listeners, I know some of you people, I know this has got to be touching home. Tennessee, 14,530 people living with the, AIDS, with, with the HIV diagnosis. 7,238 people living with the AIDS diagnosis. 11.1 per 100,000. Texas, 61,595 people living with the HIV diagnosis. 35,628 living with the AIDS diagnosis. That's 10.7. Have y'all woke up yet? Let me give you the numbers for all states combined through the United States. That's 660,061 people that are living with the diagnosis of HIV. 
That's 479,161 cases of AIDS, people that are living with the AIDS virus diagnosis. And that's 11.2 per 100,000 people. Insane. Now, if you really want to get realistic here, and, and this should really be put in perspective because if you think we're doing bad in, in, in the 48 connected states, all the places that we like to vacation to, the islands like Puerto Rico or, or the VI, Virgin Islands, Guam, these places, not speaking on Guam because they're not as bad as some of the other states, but just looking at the people that they have, I mean, in Guam, there's... I'm not even sure the population, there's 100 cases of HIV and 34 cases of living with AIDS, but that population is not that large. But here's the number that should blow your socks off. And I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but I, I want you to write it down. Tomorrow, I hope you guys go to work. I hope you talk to a coworker about it. Get on the phone. I want you guys to refute these stats, man. Look them up. Get your own stats. Tell me I'm wrong. Say, I want you guys to send me an email. Hit me up on Facebook. Do whatever you got. I want to be wrong. I hope these numbers are dead wrong. I hope they are a tenth or a sixteenth or twenty-fourth of, of the numbers that I'm saying. Hell, I wish they were a, a, a hundredth of, of the numbers that I'm giving you guys or a thousandth or whatever. I don't want any of these numbers to be right, but that's not reality. And that's what we're living in. It's a false world if we're not taking the time to protect ourselves or taking the time to teach our children or, or and and to teach people around us the importance of Wearing a condom when you're grown and when you're young, not having sex at all. We have to learn how to tell our kids, no, don't do it. This is not what you do. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. It's wrong to have sex. Not when you're not married. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. We have to, we, we owe it to our kids, man. We owe it to ourselves. If, if you love your kids, folks, and and you know your kids. I mean, you know if you get an idea if they're sexually active, you know some sort of, some sort of way you can look at them and tell it. Maybe they'll give you some hints. You know, maybe their swagger, maybe the way they're acting. You know, the way they dress or the friends they hang around or you know the music they listen to or whatever. All these things, when they're under your roof and they're your kids, are allowed by you. You can monitor these things. So that means you got a heavy, heavy presence in that occasion, in, in that equation. You can weigh really heavily on the equation to make them understand that no is not to have sex. No is not to use protection. No is not to have sex. The protection part should be an afterthought, mainly when you believe that they're sexually active. Or if you take them to the doctor and the doctor tells you, hey, they might be sexually active. Hope and pray to God you get to him before the doctor ever tell you or before you even think it. Because we got to be ahead of time. You know, we got to be ahead of the game with all this stuff. Puerto Rico, man, I got to read these numbers off. And I want you guys to get your pens ready. Puerto Rico has 18,828 cases of HIV. 10,453 cases of AIDS. At 18.5%. Next to D.C., they are top dog. Next to D.C. and Florida, they are top dog. Top dog. 
because their population is not as large. You, you're talking about one secluded. It's not even connected to the 48. So you're talking about one secluded island. With numbers this huge, I'm, I'm speechless on this, man. The U.S. Virgin Islands, 598 cases, 321 full-blown AIDS. That's 9.6. The percentages tell the tale, folks, if you guys haven't realized it or not. That's 9.6 per 100,000. Some of these places that I'm reading off don't, you know, barely have over 100,000, like Guam, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. We got to get realistic about what's going on out here, man. And I don't, I don't think we're realistic. I don't think we're paying attention. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine is the number. You know, hit us up on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash KIRP Radio Show, and uh, you know, leave us some comments. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna go to the Facebook page, and I got some comments on here. I got comments on the blog, but uh, I got a couple up here on the monitor that were pulled up for me um, that I think I, I definitely want to read out. And this is my friend Kevin Watkins. Who was also at the event last night, Kevin. I appreciate you coming out to the event last night, man. You are B.I.G. Definitely appreciate you coming out and always supporting the show in, in more than one way. Definitely in more than one way. Uh, Kevin made a few comments here. I'm going to read off two that really stuck out or, or that were pulled up for me. Um, Kevin says, I wish I knew all the answers, but I sit back and I see one of the problems is the fact that children are dating at a younger age than ever before. I do think that this is a problem, and I do feel that having adults that lead slash teach by example will be helpful. Also, whatever happened to chaperones? Someone mature enough to keep the younger people from getting into situations that require an adult mind to make the right decision. I agree with that. Every child is different. And it is easy to over-inform when trying to teach them about life. I have also tried to keep involved myself as much as possible in my children's lives so that it's easier to know when to share the, the truth of life and love with them. Sex is not love, and love does not always have to involve sex. Chaperones is huge. And, uh, you know, you made some great points there, Kevin. And uh, one thing that I that I'm leery about that I hear a lot that's going on today is uh, the play dates. You know, a lot of people are taking their kids on play dates, and and to me now, and I'm, I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'm just speaking from my own perspective. Play dates is a little bit out there to me. It's a little bit out there because. The, the the people that are taking their kids on play dates are, okay, if they're two and three and four, and really what you guys are doing is just getting together, the parents are just getting together and say, hey, let's go have a cup of coffee, bring the kids along, we can play date, whatever. Okay, whatever. I, I, I get that. I see that. I understand what you're doing. Whatever. You're just calling to play date. You're having a cup of coffee with a friend. Cool. But when it gets to the point when those kids are seven and eight, when they really can comprehend what's going on, more so 9 or 10 or preteen, 11, 12, 13, and you start talking about play date. Now, these kids have already been influenced. These kids understand some things that are going on. So when you start talking about play dates with kids 
at that level, that means that you're probably going to be asked questions that you're not ready to give answers to children of that age. Because these kids watch TV, they hear things, they you know, they hear pe- about people dating. So when you say play date to kids, you know, at that age, 9, 10 through 12, 13, they may ask you something that you're, you're not comfortable talking about. So now you got to avoid it. But to me, you introduce that by doing this play dating thing. I mean, I know that's a whole other topic, but I'm just saying, I mean, it's out there and I hear a lot of people doing it. A lot of people are doing play dates. And, and to me, that's a little far-fetched especially when the kids get to a certain age, you know, middle schoolers in my mind shouldn't play date because that's not really play dating. That's real dating. Now, if you're calling a play date, a chaperone date, fine. You know, whatever floats your boat, that's cool. You do what you do. But I'm just saying, man, before you set yourself up for a situation that you're not ready for, be careful. Be careful what you ask for. I guess that's the word. Definitely got to be careful what you ask for. Another comment that Kevin made here uh, on the Facebook page was, I've also found out, I'm sorry, let me read this other comment. Birth control should only be an option for someone that has decided they are going to be active. I've always had an understanding with my children that if if they are or feel they are mature enough to have sexual relations, they should be mature enough to discuss it with me or their mother. Good idea. That's a good practice. If not, they need to rethink what they're doing. Also, they need to rethink what they're doing. Also, birth control and disease control is not the same. Diseases of diseases of today are not cured by just an antibiotic. What is out here today, Moses can't wash off. I get it, man. It, it's I mean, it, it's really out there. And his daughter just commented too and said, "I wouldn't be the person." A shout out to Alyssa too. Alyssa Watkins. Shout out to you, love. Hugs and kisses. She said, "I wouldn't be the person I am today." if my parents weren't good parents. So, I mean, it really boils down to what's going on with the parents, how the parents are tackling these situations. Are the parents paying attention? Are the parents really giving the correct message? What are we teaching in our households? I don't know. And I know I've been running this in the ground. Um, It is what it is. Here's some insight on Guam. Major Dave, shout out to Major Dave. He said the population of Guam was around 150,000 back in 2007 when I was last there. The movement of 20,000 Marines had their families from Okinawa to Guam is only going to add, the, add to the population there, including the ones you're talking about. No doubt. Um, that's a whole nother perspective, you know, when we start talking about military presence in some of these places and our soldiers going about overseas and coming back home and what's going to happen. You know, it is what it is. We're talking about consensual adults. So that means things are going to happen. And diseases will be spread, and people will bring these things back, not to mention when some of the soldiers come back home and they're dealing with their significant other who probably was or was not faithful, but if they weren't faithful, they don't know what they're getting themselves into. So it's a lot of things that's going on around here, man. At the end of the day, though, I mean, if you really, what it really boils down to, to me, is that we need to have more respect for ourselves. We need to pay more attention to what we're doing. We need to spend more time with our with our kids. I don't I really don't know when you should take the time to explain what to your child. That that only that's only for you to decide. You know, you parents to decide. You have to really dig deep in yourself and be responsible enough to talk about these things. I recommend going to some of the healthcare facilities and you know, actually walking around and I, and this is no disrespect to anybody that 
that are in these facilities that are dying from HIV or that have HIV or AIDS and, you know, that are in those facilities and that, that are sick and, and, you know, not in well standards, well health standards. This is no disrespect to them, but I think kids need to see what it's like. I think they need to see what's going on. You know, they need to see what's from, you know, as they say, hear from the horse's mouth. Maybe they need to talk some of the patients who made some bad decisions and some of those things happened to them and understand what it's like because people don't commonly know what anything is like until they experience it. And and HIV and AIDS is not something that you can experience and bounce back from. So I think, you know, I would recommend going to some facilities like that. That's something that my wife and I talked about, you know, taking our daughter and, and my older son to the facility and let them guys, you know, meet some people who, who have HIV, have AIDS, you know, who, who are, who can speak about it, who can talk about it and, and you know, kind of help them out because, we can't do it on our own, you guys. We we cannot do it on our own, and it's not being done. And, and I know I'm running this in the ground, but it is that important, and I'm going to do another show on it, and I will talk about it again, and I hope you guys are talking about it, and I hope you're researching these stats to find out what's going on. If you got to write it down on a piece of paper and put it on the wall, do what you got to do. Text a friend. Replay this broadcast. Whatever you do, we have to spread these words, man. We got to let people know that you cannot have casual sex without protection. Those days are dead. There's no such thing as going to get a shot and everything is all good anymore because you don't know what you're going to get. You just don't know. You don't know if you're going to come come away from that casual encounter with something for a lifetime rather than just something for uh, days or, or weeks, period, or whatever. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have all the answers. I, just, I do hope that you guys will practice more abstinence teaching than protective teaching. You know, know your kids, know what's going on, and know yourselves. You know, know yourselves. And and to, to some of the younger crowd that are listening out there, to you guys, listen, man, if you get in a situation where you're about to get you something, y'all know we keep it we keep it 100% real on this show. So if you get in a situation where you're about to have sex, man, and you're about to get some, and your ass can't wait to go get a rubber, you set yourself up for failure, man. You get, you might as well roll the dice, put a bullet in a gun, spin the chamber, and put it up to your head and play Russian roulette because that's exactly what you're doing. And ladies, it's the exact same thing. Fellas, trust me. If she want to give it to you and you're going to get it, she will wait long enough for you to go to get a condom. Ladies, same thing. If you want to give it to him, make him wear a condom or don't give it to him at all. If you're having casual sex, hey man, I'm not condoning it. But you got, if you're grown, you're grown. Do what you do. I can't tell what grown people what not to do. I'm only recommending, and I'm telling you what's good for your health. Ladies, if you want to give it to them, make them wear a condom. And if you don't, you might as well pick up a gun, put a bullet in it, spin the chamber, and play Russian roulette every single time you have unprotected sex. Every single time, because you're not doing any, anything different. You're listening to the KRP radio show, man. You're rocking with Pudgy. We'll be right back after these couple of messages here. We're coming up with the political and the church segment. I definitely want to hear what people got to say about this. We're going to take some calls in this next segment, man. We got to, because I didn't take any yet, and i just been running my mouth, and, you know, I had the stats up and this, that, and the other. 619 638 
8559 is the number. Press 1 if you got a comment. www.kirpradioshow.com. That's the web address, folks, if you want to listen to the show. When you get past the Flash Player, all you got to do is scroll down, and it will play by itself. You don't have to do anything else. Just scroll down. The show will play automatic. I'm coming. I'm coming. The show will play automatic, so you don't have to send the emails and let us know that you can't hear the show or whatever, because you scroll down or hit the down arrow key or the up arrow key, it'll play automatic. Also, hit us up on Twitter, man, at symbol NC Pudgy is me. Add me, folks, at symbol KRP Radio Show. That's the show. Leave your comments on there. We'll try to read them off on there as well. You're rocking with the number one black conservative radio station in the land. Well, in Southeast United States, but, you know, we claim number one in the land unofficially because that's what we do. Over 200,000 listeners, over 12 million participants, people that has listened to the show once or more ever in their lifetime. And I appreciate you guys holding us down. You are B.I.G. in my book. Got to give a special out to all my people out there, to the Christian party who had me out last night. Shout out to you guys. I appreciate it. B.I.G. Shout out to all my folks out there in the Fred, out there in the Frederick Douglass Foundation. I know I can't talk tonight, but you know, that's how I do. When you, when you got big lips and you know, you, you a man like me, you, sometimes you stumble over your words. But y'all still rocking with me and y'all B.I.G. in my book. When I come back, we're going to talk about Herman Cain. Did he do it right or did he do it wrong? Should he have stayed in the race? Why did he leave the race? Really, is he innocent or is he guilty until proven innocent? Sounds like he's guilty until proven innocent to me. I don't know. And I also want to know if this was your pastor, your pastor, I mean, your reverend, your deacon, your bishop, with all due respect to him, they're human too. But uh, if this is your pastor who got accused of something like this, would you expect your pastor to step down or would you ride with him and ride the waves out? We'll be right back, man. I got to go. KRP Radio Show. Give us two minutes. We'll be back on the air. You're rocking with your folks. Keep it real with Pudgy. One love. Give me two minutes. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919 426 
5455. Again, 919 426 5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. We're in warfare. And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it? Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring, what I saw was the Democratic Party making inner city at that time a social wasteland. Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you. We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars. And we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are.
is the 21st century version of slavery. The IRS has become the overseer of the American people. In a Herman Cain administration, April 15th will no longer be a day to be dreaded. My 999 economic growth and jobs plan is a major step towards tearing the chains off the backs of the American people. We have got to supercharge the growth of this economy. Urban Gates says it's really time for massive tax cuts. Take the current tax code and replace it with a 9% tax on corporate profits, a personal flat tax of 9%. The tax code goes away. They don't have to fill out all those trade forms. And a 9% national sales tax. We'll all be able to say, free at last! We will replace oppression with prosperity. Really, I think uh, 
I don't think America was prepared for Herman Cain. Um, he came out of the blue. You know, folks, a lot of folks really didn't know who the man was. I was privileged to be listening to the man or to have had listened to the man for uh, for several years now from living in Georgia. And uh, he had a broadcast up here in North Carolina that I also caught. And, um, you know, sometimes when he sat in for Neil Bortz. And uh, shout out to the talk master, <laughs> this guy. Neil Bortz is a different individual. But anyway... He sat in for Neil Bortz, and, uh, you know, a lot of people in the North Carolina, the triad region, know him from that show, and people in Georgia and, and other places know him from his own show, which was very popular, made a lot of money. Um, you know, Godfather's Pizza, he was the man out there. He did some things for Burger King. I mean, the Restaurant Association of America. Listen, Herman Cain, you know, despite what people think, was a very intelligent, very relevant, very viable candidate, very smart guy. But uh, I don't think America was ready for him because he was almost too smart. And nobody likes too smart people. When you when you meet too smart people, um, not me, but it seems like a lot of people want to prove them wrong because they know a lot about a lot and they always have an opinion. And, you know, 90% of the time, the people that are very brainy and very smart are their opinions are valid. I mean, they know a lot. They they have they can retain a lot. They do a lot, and I, and I get that. But when you when you're a smart person, it seems like people want to prove you wrong. They're always out to prove you wrong, and they're gonna do whatever in their power to prove you wrong. That's one part of Herman Cain that I that I analyzed that I saw. But a whole nother issue that came up was uh it had nothing to do with that. Um, it had nothing to do with this campaign at all. And it really was just based off Herman Cain being a gigolo. <laughs> Herman Cain, they say it was a gigolo, man. I don't know. It's funny to me because I don't know. A lot of people say, you know, Herman Cain, she was put there. Like they said about Clinton, you know, he was set up. They say Herman Cain was set up. And, you know, these women came out of the woodworks. And this, you know, this this last woman, and I'm not going to call any of their names. And we, we got them here. But I'm not going to call any of those names. Um of these ladies, but you know, people came out of the woodwork and they had a lot to say and that, you know, Herman Cain had all these affairs and he did this and he did that. And he was with this woman and he paid this woman off. But then, and there was also before the, before the mistresses came along, there were the sexual harassment claims and saying that, you know, Herman Cain sexually harassed these former employees and these, this former secretary. And it was, people just came out of the woodwork. I even saw a story where Herman Cain beat somebody with a Turkey because she wouldn't have sex with him or something out of the cooler or some nonsense like that, man. I don't know. But what I do know is that Herman Cain is no longer on the campaign trail. And he said it was because of his family. You know, I, I would like to say mainly because of his wife. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I, I don't – I thought, you know, Herman Cain was – not quite my guy. I think he was leading the way to be my guy, but he was not quite my guy, only because I listened to him for so long, as I've said on many other occasions. He kind of warned me over, though. I'll give him that. He warned me over more so than less. You know, he had a lot of good things to say about in, in his 999 plan. You know, people poked holes all through that thing, some that were valid, a lot that weren't valid. So I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is this right here, and this is what nobody is really paying attention to 
Herman Cain was not a political figure at all. He was not a politician. He was not an elected representative. He was nothing. He was a regular citizen that was running for high office. If I'm wrong, 619-638-8559 is the number. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But Herman Cain was not anything other than a citizen, just like you and I, that was running for the highest office in the land. So, you know, earlier we were talking about consensual adults. It makes me wonder, does it matter what he was doing in his private life when it comes to whom he was having sex with or how he was living his wife with his life with his wife? Do we really know, you know, what was going on in their household? Do we know that they were even sleeping together or not? Do we know that maybe they were separated in their own home? You know, should this matter when it comes to someone being the president of the United States? And, you know, there's a moral, I guess there's a moral clause there, but, you know, I don't, I'm wondering, should we pay attention to who the man was having sex with or how many affairs he's had or, or this, that, and the third, um, on some level, you know, there were reports of Barack Obama having relationships with certain people that he had to defend, you know, during his presidential campaign. And the president defended that well. It came to find out that, you know, some of the things weren't true, that he weren't, you know, hanging around with terrorists. But he did meet with uh, an American terrorist that blew up some abortion clinics. And I'm, I'm not naming any names because I don't have specific stats on some of this stuff, you know, absolute facts on this stuff. Um, I'm just giving you what I've read and what I researched, but it comes to find out that he was a deep friend of of uh, someone that were that was accused and convicted of uh, being involved with some terroristic things in the United States. So anyway, I'm, what 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 gets me thinking is that should it matter what Herman Cain was doing in his private life? when he's running for public office before he was ever elected. And a lot of people say, you know, they go, yeah, it matters because if I can't trust Herman Cain being a husband, we can't trust him ex being the president. And I wonder, I don't know if that's really viable or not. I don't know if that's valid. I don't know should we care what who Herman Cain was screwing. Because if that's the case, that means we need to really go back and everybody that's running for public office we need to look in their history and find out were the people that they were having sex with good people or bad people? Was, was it a hooker or a whore or was it a, a, a housewife or was that woman having an affair? So it gets too sticky and, and, and it becomes a spider web and then we have to start tracing lines and then it goes to I don't care who the person was having sex with at the end of the day. To me, that doesn't matter. So on one hand... You have people saying, yeah, it matters because of, of, a, of a moral clause or, you know, the respect that he has to have for his wife. But it, not knowing what's going on in the household, I mind you. Now, nobody knows what, what's going on in the man's household. Nobody cares. Nobody asks. All we're worried about is all that's going on in these news circuits and these news outlets and these other media outlets is what Herman Cain did, who he slept with, and he was married. These these suspected uh, 
what's the word I want to look for? I, I, I don't want to call them out their name, but we'll, we'll say the, the women that came out of nowhere that said they had sex with Hermie Cain. I'll put it like this. You know, that weren't girlfriends, that weren't friends at all, just people that he met along the way or that he worked with. And also these other ladies that said he harassed them. You know, does this really matter when you're running for high office? And, and you know, as much as I would like to say it does matter because you do want someone trustworthy, at the same time, I got to be honest and say I don't want to know or neither do I care who you used to sleep with as long as you can do the job properly that we elect you to do. Now, if he was doing these things when he was elected, maybe that would be a different story because it seems like if you're running around and you're doing all these crazy things with all these women, or if you got, you know, three, four, and five different women out here and you're supposed to be the president, that's going to take away from your focus, I would think. That's going to take away from you being the president of the United States, from your elected office, the office that you were voted in to do, the job that the United States citizens pay you to do so at that point that's when i would care but right now i don't care who the man screw i don't i don't care who we sleep with to me that doesn't constitute what kind of president he's going to be there's not a clause in there that says you know the president is judged off the best woman that he screws or the or the nicest woman or the you know the hottest chick that he screw or whatever that he has sex with that's not a clause in there that says that now would i be skeptical about how the man is because he had all these different females? Yeah, I would. And I'm still not saying that the man did it. Right now, it still holds untrue. We don't know if this stuff is true, but I will tell you this. By him dropping out of the race, it makes it for damn sure makes him look guilty. When he, The day he dropped out of the race is the day, you know, Saturday. Carolina took that L. I was pissed off about that already. And I got the news secondhand. My, man, my BlackBerry was buzzing. Yes, I'm still on a BlackBerry, folks. It is what it is. I'm not the iPhone guy. I don't have three or $400 for a phone. And if I did, I wouldn't spend it on one. But anyway, my BlackBerry was buzzing. I was getting all these, you know, all these texts and these tweets and these Facebook messages and these inboxes. Herman King quit. Herman King quit. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? So, you know, I finally went back and I listened to what he had to say and, uh, I got to throw this out there, too, man. They, they look real stupid out there doing that press conference. He, those guys were out there looking like, uh, what's my man, Mr. Anderson, uh, not Mr. from the Matrix, the cops from the Matrix, you know, with the little glasses on. I thought they looked real stupid out there with those glasses on, really, really stupid with those glasses. I, You know, everybody had on the black glasses, and it was supposed to be some kind of cool and this, that, and the third, and I just I didn't feel like this was – I didn't like that. You know, I thought that was – maybe they did it for distraction. I don't know, but I, I just really didn't like that. So it is what it is. But anyway, you know, I listened to what Herman Cain had to say, and I just – I got to be honest, man. And, you know, I'm I'm neither. I'm I'm a registered unaffiliate. I didn't even realize I was an unaffiliate. I guess I got pissed off some time ago during the Clinton administration and changed that, and I just realized now I'm, I'm a registered unaffiliate. <laughs> unaffiliate, sorry. Unaffiliated. Uh, unaffiliate. So I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I lean more to the right, and it is what it is. But uh, and that's just based off my faith, by the way. But uh, I listened to the man, and he seemed guilty, man. And I can't help that. And I know a lot of my friends are going, you know, nah, he wasn't guilty. He was hurt. I, listen, he sounded guilty when he was standing up there. 
I'm not going to give out of the fight. All the key words that he said sounded like a man that was guilty that had to back up and bow out. And I know his stats were down to 8%. I get that. He was down to 8%. His campaign was not doing well. It was a sinking ship. But I feel like for the life of me, if he had the right campaign managers and the strategists that were in the right place and doing the proper things, all this would have never been this bad. And even before he dropped out of the race, he could have made an impact somewhere else for somebody else. At, at least that's what I feel like. And don't give me that Newt Gingrich stuff. We'll talk about that later. But Newt, I will not vote for Newt Gingrich, and I damn sure won't vote for Barack Obama. So it looks like I'll be voting for Snoopy this year. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll be voting for Deanna Nevu. Nevu. My bad. So um, look there, by the way, on Facebook. Check her out. Look up D Nevu on Facebook. But uh, I'm not... I'm not convinced that Herman Cain is not guilty. I'm just not because of the key words that he used and the, and the expressions on his face and the way that they handled that campaign. But I got to be quite honest, man, going all back before all this stuff ever happened, I never thought Herman Cain was running for president in the first place. I mean, look at his campaign and his strategies. And from what I understand, you know, just from people that I know on the inside, his campaign strategy was done a long time before the election Needless to a lot, a lot of people just don't know that it's not public knowledge. But his campaign strategy was done a long time ago. You know, the plan, the, the moves that they made were planned out way ahead of time. But just me knowing that fact brings me to the point of somebody really, it really didn't know what they were doing because if they planned this that reckless campaign out ahead of time, they really didn't have a clue on what they were doing. And I don't feel like he should have dropped out of the race. To me, this solidified his guilt. It is what it is. A lot of people don't like that, but I'm just speaking on my own opinion. Him dropping out of the race solidified his guilt. And if he is guilty or not, I don't care. Got nothing to do with me. We weren't paying him any dollars. He wasn't an elected official. He wasn't getting a check from the United States people, the citizens. You know, he was doing this on his own buck, on his own time. He was being a regular guy, and there's plenty of regular guys and gals <laughs> There's plenty of guys and girls out there who do the exact same thing, and we don't care. So we shouldn't care about what Herman Cain did outside of his campaign trail. If he was doing this stuff on a campaign trail, I would care a little bit more. If he was doing this as an elected official, I would care a little bit more. But by him being a mere mortal, I'll call it, a regular guy, and, and whatever he did or did not do, on the side, outside of his wife, not knowing the arrangement that he had in his household, because there's a lot of married people out there that are split up and still living in the household or that are split up that you and I just don't know about. Trust me. You don't know what's going on in someone's house. You just don't know. You also don't know what kind of arrangements people might have. So for all we know, him and his wife could have not even been together during this time. They could have been having their problems. They could have been living together, but really apart. This is reality. But on a campaign trail, people don't live in reality. And it is what it is. And just because of that, Herman Cain is bowed out of the race. So I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I don't know who you guys are going to vote for. I don't know who my Republican friends are going to vote for. My conservative friends are going to vote for. I would love to know. I'm hearing Newt Gingrich buzz, 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 just because he said a few good things on the campaign trail. And also Newt did some great things. In Congress, but he also did some piss poor things that stand out 
a lot more than the good things that he did. A lot more. There's also some lobbying things that he did that I just don't agree with absolutely wholeheartedly. And I don't do I don't think Newt Gingrich is user friendly. But like I said, I won't get on the Newt thing right now. We'll wait. We'll get on him later. And, uh, you know, maybe we can get him on the show. We'll try to get Newt on the show. You know, we got over 200,000 listeners, man. We got a little bit of influence here. It's on the charts. They can look up the stats. It is what it is. You know, KRP Radio Show, we, we solidified out here. But um, Herman Cain, I just don't, I don't think that he should have bowed out of the race. But too bad he did. And here we are now. He's gone. He said he won't be silent. So I'm curious to know what he's going to do now who he's going to campaign for, how he's going to spend his days out there on the campaign trail, what's going to happen with Herman Cain now, I don't know. And I'm really curious to know what his next moves are. What he doesn't need to do is remain quiet. I'm talking about the allegations, not even about the campaign. He doesn't need to remain quiet about the allegations. He needs to speak loudly. I think some lawsuits need to come out because if he's going to run again one day, people are still going to be asking questions about what happened with this campaign, what happened in this year. And I think Mr. Kane should run again, if you ask me. I think he should give it another shot. I think he should take it back to the to the drawing board, you know, keep campaigning. I'm sure he still has some campaign money left over. I would say keep campaigning because in four years, we're going to be in a worse situation that we're in now. I, I wholeheartedly believe, and we're going to be looking for some sort of a savior, somebody to help us out. So I think he needs to improve that 999 plan, sit back, you know, find all the holes into it, fix it if you can, and, you know, give it another shot in four years. You know, we'll see what happens. But the main thing is he shouldn't be quiet right now. But, I mean, if you really look at the whole premise of what happened, and I know a lot of people are going, man, what Pudgy's talking about? He's talking crazy. He's talking reckless. You know, ah, we can't trust that man. He didn't even do right by his wife. And let me, I'll take a drink on that. But anyway, he can't do right by his wife, and, you know, we shouldn't trust the guy in the United States. We shouldn't trust him in the highest office of the land because what is he going to be hiding then? I hear you, man. I agree with that, too. But what I'm saying is that has nothing to do with his campaign. I understand that. I understand where everybody's coming from. I feel you. I get it. But it has nothing to do with him running for president of the United States. And I don't think we should hold that against the man. I don't know. That's just me. Apply that whole Herman Cain scenario, all these mistresses coming out of the closet, all these different claims. I want you guys to apply that to your pastor. For you for you folks that go to church, I would love for you guys to apply it to your pastor. And I'm really curious to know, I mean, I really want you to ask yourself this too. If your pastor was the type of person that you were learning from, a good pastor, uh, you know, a loving pastor, always there for you, good counseling, does well in the community. You know, his sermons are always on point. You're, you're getting educated. You're getting moved by God. And, and you you know, his anointing is in the right place. If your pastor was reacting like that and you found out he had some skeletons in the closet, would you leave the church? Would you leave that pastor and not continue to go to his church? Should your pastor call it quits? And I, and I want people to really think about that because there are situations out there like that. And, uh, you know, people like to gauge politics off religion. People like to vote off their religion. I, I do at this point now in my life. 
you know, me being a follower of Christ, I, I like to gauge my vote based off my religious principles, and, and that's just me. You know, that's just me. I won't vote for someone that don't hold those religious principles at heart, that don't hold them at bay, you know. I won't vote for somebody like that. And and that that's what makes me regret voting for Barack Obama, President Obama. I'm not saying the man is Muslim. I don't have no disrespect to no Muslims. I have no disrespect to him at all. So I'm not even talking about that part of it. My my major concern is some of the organizations that he stand with and that he stands behind and that he you know he's affiliated with. Planned Parenthood being one of them. And if anybody would like to know why I don't like Planned Parenthood, because a lot of people get at me and they're always talking about the good that Planned Parenthood does. It's like accepting the devil's good deeds in your life. Send me an email, kirpradio at gmail.com. Send me an email. I got you. I'll send you a CD. I'm sorry, DVD. Leave a comment on the Facebook. Leave a comment on the Twitter, at symbol K-I-R-P radio show, at symbol NC Pudgy. You know, Facebook, facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show. Leave me a comment. I'll, I'll send me your address. I'll make sure I'll get somebody to send you a, a DVD out there so you can really know what's going on with Planned Parenthood. All proven facts. It's called my Alpha 21. Look it up. And, uh, It'll enlighten you. It'll definitely enlighten you. It'll change it. This DVD will change your life. And speaking of life-changing things, make sure you go to the And we got two minutes on the show. I got to get out of here. But make sure you go to krpradioshow.com. And there's a video on there that you definitely need to see. Definitely need to see. It's life-altering for people who really believe you and you got to be you got to be receptive of this stuff but folks the information that I'm always giving off it's going to make you have to research some things because I know you're not going to believe what I say so you're going to do one or two well actually you're going to do one or two things you're either going to believe me or you're going to be like nah that's not true but what I'd rather you do I'd rather you research what I'm saying and find out if it's actually true or false for yourself Find out if it's true or for yourself. Can we get the Mod for 21 link put up on the um, Facebook page? So, matter of fact, go to the Facebook page and look it up. We're going to get the Mod for 21 link posted on there. You know, there's some footage out there for, for people to see. I would love for you guys to get some of that footage and find out what's going on in your life and, and you know, research some of these people that follow some of these practices, that follow some of these crazy groups out here. So, you know, that's what you need to do, man. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show. Folks, it is time for me to be out of here. It's been a beautiful show. B.I.G. in my book. Got to give a B.I.G. shout out to my girl KTT, always holding us down on the Twitter. My man Kevin Daniels, president of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. B.I.G. shout out to you, my man Kevin Watkins and family. Shout out to all you guys that listen and his wife. You guys always hold me down, too. I appreciate you guys. B.I.G. in my book. Got to give a shout-out to all my folks out there in Washington, D.C., my Florida people, my people down there in Orlando. We're coming. We're trying to get the show We're trying to get the show broadcasted in Orlando. We're coming, folks. We just got to work out a few things. Um, I'll probably be in touch with some people next week. If not next week, it'll be after the Christmas holidays. Going to fly down there real soon. 
And uh, we're going to try to get this popping, man. Shout out to my people out there in L.A., WMMG, Los Angeles. Every Wednesday night, broadcast the show, 530 a.m. through 1600 a.m. on your radio dial. Check that out. It could be a, a variation of stations. You might not get it. It's not a big station, but you might get it. So, you know, give it a give it a good shot, man. I hope you guys give it a good shot. And uh, got to give a B.I.G. shout out to my girl, Sonny Johnson, my girl, Kelly Smoke, always doing what they do. Always holding me down as well. Shout out to everybody out there who listens to the show, who always come through, that make us the number one. I ain't forget you, Joe. Shout out to my man, Joe, who helps me out online here from California, running the station over there and here, and about 15 other stations that the man worked for. Shout out to you guys that always help me out. Nicole, my wife, Nikki, everybody out there, Charlotte, Ben, everybody on the KRP team, man. Shout out to you guys. We're spread out. We're worldwide. We're worldwide. Over 12 million participants that participate with this show i think we're doing okay so we just got to keep it moving shout out to you guys you are big in my book it is time to roll can we get some party music on the way out my brother or i can do it myself i'll do it myself because you're just slow um we out of here man next week folks we'll be back every sunday and uh next week we got a special 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 guest i'm not going to broadcast it just yet Coming up real soon, you'll get to know who it is. And real famous guy, man. KRP Radio Show, you rocking with the best. Next week, special guests on the show. Look for the archive. In just a few, we'll get a link to the mod for 21. So go check us out. Shout out to all my babies out there Micaiah, Jayla, Quincy, Christian, and Tyrese. Shout out to you guys. Love you. Shout out to my mom, my pop, sister, everybody out there, man. Target your biggest P.I. Just shout out to everybody, man. I'm out of here. You cut me off for one. Don't forget, man, check us out next week, and you can get the replay in one hour if you miss any parts of the show on KIRPRadioShow.com. If you missed the small segment, go back, rewind it, listen to the whole show, send us some emails, add us on Twitter, at simple NC Pudges, me, at simple KIRPRadioShow.com. Remember this, God love, love God. R.P. Radio! Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.